When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? All right, so it's officially official. Construction for the new high-speed train connecting Southern California to Las Vegas is set to begin this year. Brightline, which is the company in charge of the massive project, recently announced that it reached a deal with the High Speed Rail Labor Coalition. With the new train reaching speeds of 200 miles an hour, it will take passengers a little over an hour to reach Las Vegas instead of the usual four-hour trip by car. The new high-speed train will be fully electric and emission-free, and Brightline expects to break ground later this year with hopes to finish construction by 2027. So that's what you need to know. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, I'm pumped. Can't wait for that. That's really cool. I mean, driving to Vegas... I mean, I don't mind it. it I know sucks. a lot of people hate it. People hate driving. Yeah, you know, it does. the traffic like, sucks because it never takes four hours. I know, eh, but like three and a half. But like driving from from like L.A. to Phoenix or L.A. to Vegas, like when you really, really do the math of leaving your house, getting to the airport, going through security, getting there, landing, getting a car or an Uber or whatever, and by the time you get there, like how much time are you truly saving? A couple hours, maybe, on a good day. I don't mind the drive. I like it. But I know I'm alone in that. Yeah, no, I'm not driving. But then again, I'm alone in liking the Chris Rock special. I can't believe how many people hated it. I was 50-50. I don't know about hating it. I just, it was like, eh. We weren't impressed, Captain. getting called out on Twitter. It's like, oh, oh, you liked it because you're white. I'm like, yeah, and? What what does that have to do with anything? Well, you were a target audience, Cappy. Like, I am? That's what I think. Like, just based on the way that he told the jokes, I thought that it seemed like like middle-aged, like white people, guys, like that seemed like those. That was his audience to me. That's what it seemed like. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't you know. know. I mean, I I saw the uh, the audience. They kept showing the audience, and I didn't see a lot of people that looked like me. I mean, like the way that his jokes were written, because you know he didn't write them all himself. You know, no, it just, I don't. it just seemed to me that like it wasn't like it wasn't your normal like Chris Rock stuff. I thought it was like more more catered to like a broader audience. I guess is what I'm saying. It He's... wasn't like like real authentic chris rock well he's, he's mainstream now you know yeah i know yeah i just thought it was a whatever i'm gonna go back and watch this uh will smith part again tonight because it was only like 10 minutes and i'll see if maybe i have a different perspective uh, versus watching it live but i liked it what i saw but then again i'm on team rock i've said that from the beginning all right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Tomorrow, everyone will be on Team Pow as Pau Gasol gets his jersey retired. Pau Gasol told our Dave McMiniman just a little while ago, uh, quote, just trying to, oh, let me get this right. My number goes up there in big reason because of Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. How he made me better, how he made us better. Not having him here with us, it's tough. Just trying to, little by little, take it in and just digest and comprehend that my number, my jersey, will be up there with those great, amazing players and the names in the history of our game. And obviously being next to Kobe, seeing his name, still emotional. So here's what I would say about Pau Gasol. Tell me. Okay. Pau Gasol came at a very important time in Kobe Bryant's career. Okay. If you recall, obviously it... um, you know, it wasn't that long. It was several years earlier where Kobe was dealing with uh, some off-the-court issues, as you recall. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think who doesn't the world remember that? remembers that? I'm sure. Yeah. So there was that. Then on the floor, there was a lot of tough times there too. Right? Shaq was gone, and the team was struggling. Phil was there. Phil was gone. Right? Like right. all that stuff. Right. Kobe was being labeled very much in that battle, let's call it, between him and Shaq after the fact, um, very much a selfish player. Mm -hmm. And the Lakers at that time were having um, challenges rebuilding, rebuilding around Kobe because I think that the league at that time felt like Kobe's a great player, but clearly Kobe 
this is the way they felt. I'm not saying this is the way you know it, it's so. I'm just saying that was the the feeling at the time. That Kobe was a selfish player, and that star players didn't want to play with him because if you're going to play with him, you gotta, you know, you're gonna have to deal with whose team is it? It's his team, and guys want to either collaborate, but in a way where they feel like they're a big part of it, right? And the difference there, Cap, is that Powell, first of all, he came in a trade, so let's start there. But second of all, he's not like. If you've been around Powell for five minutes, you'll know he just doesn't care about that stuff, right? And it doesn't mean he's not a great player. He doesn't have, uh, you know, alpha traits, right? Like, he's as competitive as competitive is if you've been around him. But he's not getting into the whole silliness of my team versus your team stuff, right? That a lot of players in a lot of sports get into, right? But particularly in basketball, it's, it's a thing. And I think that, that helped Kobe in a way. And Kobe was great to Powell because Powell, you know, you may recall in that 2008 series against the Celtics was mm-hmm. getting pushed around. By Kevin Garnett, he oh, was getting worked. Oh, my God. And it was it was not pretty, right? And, you know, people are not clever, you know, speaking of being not clever, right? There was always Why, people, What did Chris Rock do? No, Chris Rock did not. I don't know what Chris Rock said about Pau Gasol back okay. then. Okay, was it not clever? No. I'm just saying people were not clever because people used to call... There was, like, the nickname... And I want to say this is, like, pre-Skip Bayless, like, first take stuff, right? Um, but it's actually, may, you know, it, maybe around the dawn of that era. It was like, he was... They were calling him Pau Gasoft, right? Mm-hmm. Again, not clever. But, I mean, but but people make up names all the time. People call LeBron Lestat. Right. They called Russell Westbrook Russell Westbrick. Right. So, you know, I mean, they, they thought he was soft because Kevin Garnett worked him over. Right. But no, nonetheless, having Kobe there to instill the confidence in him, the wor- you know, Kobe's work ethic was unmatched in most cases, right? So I feel like they came to each other at just the right time, right? Where Powell was tired of the losing in Memphis, not losing because they were making the playoffs, but just couldn't get over the hump, right? Mm-hmm. Being the best player. He he didn't care about being the best player. He didn't need those kind of accolades. Kobe desperately wanted to win as the best player because of all the stuff of Shaq being the finals MVPs all those years, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I, they just came to each other at the picture-perfect time. And even though they had their struggles that first season, um, man – did they play a beautiful brand of basketball together? Yeah. And to have Powell also go up in the rafters uh, next to Kobe is going to be really, really cool to see. I won't be in the building to watch it, but I- I'm going to watch it on television. And I know that Powell's going to do something before the game. And maybe if uh, they're running it on Spectrum or something, maybe we can run a, a snippet of it while we're doing our show because I think it's going to be around 430 but uh, but yeah, we we can maybe play a little of that if if it's happening on time. But yeah, like I I just think that not enough people and, and Laker fans certainly. Um, but you know, in this town there are a lot of transients, right? And I think that not enough people understand how great a player Pau Gasol was. If you're a Lakers fan, you certainly do. But I think there's a lot of people out there that may not may not be Lakers fans. They grew up in different places. They root for other teams. There's there's still a decent amount of those people in Southern California that don't appreciate what that guy did. And man, God, was he incredible! And they 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 were like a perfect like musical duo in a lot of ways, right? Like just great harmony. Um, both of them like just knew how to play off each other so well, and uh, and they reaped the benefits of it for sure. See what I remember from back then. Well, and, and at that time, you know, I'm not in L.A., I'm not close to the Lakers, um, I'm just watching what's going on from the outside looking in. And you're right, I think a lot of people back then looked at Kobe and thought he's a selfish guy, you know, and, and a lot of people thought Kobe Bryant ran Shaquille O'Neal out of town, and, you know, again, the word selfish was not just because of the way he played or because of, you know, who he wanted to be on the team with or not. Um, you know, there was, as you said, the incident in Eagle, Colorado. So uh, there was a, a, a thought back then that Kobe was this really selfish guy. Okay, fine. When Gasol came in, you know, everybody who knows Kobe's background and growing up in Italy and his father playing pro ball over there, when Gasol got to the Lakers, I remember thinking, well, he's a European player 
who's not consumed with this is now my team. He's more of a team ball kind of player. At least this was my perspective. And Kobe needed a teammate. He needed somebody that understood you're coming into a team where I've already been a champion and I'm uh, this is my team. And I need somebody who can come in here who's seven feet tall and who can who can play a certain style of basketball. But I have these European ties. You played. You grew up that way. Let's play this game together. And Powell did not need, to your point, he didn't need to be the ego guy. He didn't need to be the center of attention well, He didn't guy. need that kind of validation. Right. You know what and I mean? They, what the, the validation two, he sought was a championship. And the two of them together to your point, played a beautiful brand of basketball, went on to go win a couple of championships. Um, and, you know, listen, I think it's great for Powell. I think one of the, the parts of tomorrow night that will be so emotional is that we all understand the relationship that he had with Kobe. And, and here we are today, uh, and it'll be tomorrow, honoring one of Kobe's favorite teammates. And, and I think, George, you and I even talked extensively about the story that Kobe told, or not that he told, but everybody told about Kobe, uh, during the Olympic team, where when they were playing against yeah. Pau, how he ran through him because he wanted everybody on the U.S. Olympic team to go, that's my boy, but I will kill on this floor to win this game, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, and so it, it will be emotional. I am planning on being in the building tomorrow night. And um, and by the way, if I'm being honest, like when I put in to get these tickets, I you had no idea that it was the Pau Gasol. Not yeah. one bit. And then when I found out, I was like, ooh, I got lucky. Yeah. I got real lucky. Yeah. So looking forward to that tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a cool deal. And, you know, Pau is a, a great citizen of the world, as I like to call him. Um, just an incredible human being. And you know, How would you rank me as far as citizens of the world? Um, uh, I don't know if I'd call you incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say uh, satisfactory. Oh, really? Just like mediocre? Like just sort of middle? I mean, satisfactory is not bad. Uh, it sounds like I'm kind of like the Derek Carr of citizens of the world. Yeah. You know how, like, the kids have, like, the... Yeah. Satisfactory. There's like, yeah, excellent, satisfactory, yeah. and uh, unsatisfactory. Yeah. Right. You're, you know. You're right. I, in the get, middle, I get an S. I get an S for a grade, huh? Yeah. Satisfactory. Not S excellent, though. Cappy. Yeah. They don't do A, B, C, D, no, and F anymore. They don't. No, you you yeah. don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, you know? Well, no, but there's still, like, it doesn't matter. There's still the, the, the. It's the same thing. It is. It's like basically, it's just different kinds of numbers and letters they use, but it all means the same thing. If you get like, if it's four is the best and one is the worst and you're getting a one, it's like getting an F. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, is this only an elementary school? Because I think my kids in high school still get Well, an elementary grade. school, yeah. Elementary. Yeah. I haven't looked at a kid's report card in, uh, I don't know, almost ever. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure your kids enjoyed that, that you didn't I mean, look I at I never card. looked at report cards. Yeah. I was just like, whatever. Oh, I do. I trust the. Trust you're the that school. parent? Not right away, but my wife shows me and I look at it. Oh, okay. My mom was that parent. Like, yeah. I can't even figure out how to get into this portal, this Aries that these kids, do you guys know what that is? It's no. Like a, a no, we don't, have, we don't have high school and college kids, Cappy. Yeah, I know. No, don't. no, but I mean, just, well, George, you might know. I mean, the, the girls, you guys don't have kids. But I'm not, this... I, my wife knows how to get into it. Yeah, see, I, I haven't I tried. Know. I haven't, I, I just let her do everything I mean, the, she wants the to do kids' there. grades might as well be serious satellite radio, right? Like, I can't get into the Right, you can't use that. Yeah. You would think, yeah. though, that you'd have a better idea since it's radio and you've worked in radio. Yeah, but it's still an app. I mean, you created an app. I know. I know, and you should see me on these meetings. I, I work. I have a bunch of younger guys that all work for this company, and like I'm, I'm starting saying, to doubt that you actually created the app. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't write the code, George. I mean, you, you're like the most like. I know people just they they're ridiculing me on these calls in the morning. They're like, dude, what do you mean you can't figure out how to share your screen? How hard is it? You've done it a hundred times. Why can't you figure it out today? You know, you're that guy. I know it's annoying. I know I'm the older guy. You know, I'm, all of a sudden, I became the older guy. Can't you share your screen? I had a hard time this morning. There were too many windows open, and I lost. Why the do you always screen. have windows? We've been telling use you for years to use tabs. I, I like multiple windows. Oh my god! <laughs> I got about thirty windows open right now. I bet you do. No wonder it's so damn cold in your house. Oh no, no, not those kind of windows. Mm. Browser windows. Mm. Careful with those browser windows. Mm-hmm. And it is cold. Okay. House. All right. Coming up next, Cappy. Yeah. You said you watched the UFC this weekend. I did. The whole thing. We're going to quiz you. Go ahead. Going to quiz you on UFC 285. All right. All right. We'll get to that next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Let it be see, is the album. You ever see uh, when Paul McCartney did the uh, karaoke thing with James Corden, you know, in the car? Yeah. Uh, you ever see Our that? Carpool karaoke? Yeah. You ever see that? Where? Uh, yeah. So McCartney tells the story of this song. And he's telling Corden this story because they're driving around through uh, McCartney's hometown in England. And he says he, he's having this dream one night because he had a lot of you know strife going on in his life at this time. He was a young guy who's trying to make it, whatever. And his mother, who'd already died, in his dream, comes to him and tells him, let it be. He wakes up out of the dream and writes a song. That's the story Paul McCartney tells. Yeah. I also had a dream out. one day um, that was like, you know. I, I was sleeping one day and I was like, man, this dream, it came to me. And it was just like, there was this guy mm -hmm. and he was there. Yeah. And he was telling me, let's go, man. Let's just make some noise. Let's make some noise. And he went. <laughs> and then I woke up and I'm doing the show with you. <laughs> hey, how about that? That is a dream or a nightmare. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. How about LeBron's dream that everyone was making fun of him for today? Did you guys that? That he was that? playing against Jordan or whatever as Duke versus Carolina? <laughs> yeah. You know. And then he wakes up before the end of the game. Yep. Are there a bunch of people that comment about that immediately on Twitter? Like, hey, yes, stop dreaming everyone, and start working on your rehab. Everyone was making fun of him. Yeah, yeah. everyone's like, uh, I mean, listen, you can't write anything like that on social media and expect people not to, like, get in on that. No, you yeah, can't Yeah, but LeBron's having anything. fun. Let, let cannot, LeBron live. Yeah, you can't write anything on social media without people going off. I'll give you an example. You said you wanted to talk about this UFC fight. Yeah, I'm going to quiz you. <clears throat> it's fine. So I watched this fight on Saturday night. Yeah. And I will tell you that I don't usually buy UFC pay-per-views. You bought it. I did. I love it. But the John Jones So not only did I get you to watch basketball that wasn't the Lakers, yep. but I got you to watch the UFC too. Yeah, I, I probably would have watched it just because I understand how big of a star John Jones is, and right. I wanted to see what he's going to look like as a heavyweight and so on. But at the end of the fight, you know, it, it only lasted two and a half minutes, and there was there was really no exchange. No. And if I'm being honest, I was disappointed. Yeah. You In know, the I main want, event. Yeah, yeah I we wanted all action. Happy. Yeah. I we wanted action. And so I said something on Twitter like, you know, boy, you know, kind of a disappointment. And man, I mean, I'm getting destroyed by people. Who are and and what they're angry at is is that I'm not an MMA expert. Right. That that if you're an MMA expert and you're an MMA purist, then what John Jones did no it was, was incredible. Actually, was incredible. It really was. But but because he had been off for nearly four years. Right. But if you're a fringe viewer, which yeah. I is what I would consider myself, yeah. I would consider myself a casual viewer. Mm -hmm. And by the way, and you paid for it. Right. You know, you had. Well, an there it is. That that's that was what really set you off. Well, you paid but here, for it. here's the thing. Let yeah. me just make a comparison. Yeah. Did you watch any of the undercard? I watched all of it. In fact, I okay. watched I watched the undercard on ESPN before it even got to. the Wow! Paper look view. at you, yeah. Cappy. Well, I told you I was doing a Bros Weekend. Yeah. You know. So now was uh, your son into it? Yeah, he was really into it. Yeah. Yeah, he was into it. So, so I'll, I'll just give you a, a, though an example. When, when I was younger, I'm trying to remember what year it was. It was probably the late '80s. Maybe I, I'm sure it was the late '80s. Um, Mike Tyson would go into these fights, and we all would pay for the pay-per-view. Yeah. And then he'd knock somebody out in the first round. Yeah. And all of us would fetch. oh, my God, I paid Really? No. I, back then, dude, I'd be like, that was incredible. Like, no, not me. Yeah. Not me. I Everybody was more annoyed personally because I was out, right? I took the kids to, um, 
you know, the biggest rivalry in the G League, the uh, Maine Celtics versus the South Bay Lakers. Mm-hmm. And then I went to dinner afterwards at uh, Tin Roof Bistro uh, with the kids and another family that we went with. And then I, by the time I got home, the main event was about to start. I had I had just seen um, the fight with Valentina had just ended. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so I literally get home, hit by, and they're walking to the ring already. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, perfect. So and I sit down, and then it was over in two minutes and four seconds. Like the walking to the ring was faster than what I actually saw. So yeah. I was only upset because I didn't get a chance to watch the undercard. Um, had I watched the undercard, and I, I I went back and watched the fight with Valentina and Grasso, and and it was great. But like in that moment, I was like, oh man, that sucked. Well, here's the thing: there was a fight one time, but it like- was incredible that he did that after a four year layoff. Yeah, I, I, okay. If, if you say so. What I, do you mean I, if I say so? If you took off four years from doing anything, would you be good at it? Um, probably not. But here's the thing: like if I told you this, like the 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 thing you have done the most in your life is what? Do a talk show, right? Yep. If I told you you took four over four years off, okay. Or approximately four years off, not over. Four years off, approximately. Mm-hmm. How good would you be in your first show? I'd be like, if I could compare it to a fight, I'd be like a two and a half minute choke out. No, you wouldn't. I just get right back in. No, you wouldn't. But here's, let me just tell you something though. When Mike Tyson, tell me if you remember this fight. When Mike Tyson fought Michael Spinks. Yeah, minute ninety, minute thirty seconds, and Michael knocked him almost through the ropes. Michael Spinks was scared out of his mind. Terrified. Before that fight even started. I remember it vividly, and I was a kid. Right. And Spinks, who's kind of sitting almost on the second ring rope, yeah. he's barely being hit because Tyson's missing, but he's falling through the ring because he's like, I want no part of this. Right. Okay? He was he was done before he walked in the ring. Let me tell you something. Go back and watch this, and, and here's something I caught before the fight, and I said to my son, this guy right here, Cyril gone. This guy's toast. He's dead meat. They they bring the two fighters together. They give the instructions. They say touch gloves and come out. And Gon takes his right hand and he taps John Jones in the chest. It was like a like a loving, respectful sort of a thing. You know? And I went to I said to my son, he's dead meat. He goes, Why? Why do you say that? I go, there's just too much respect right now. Gone is worried about Jones and how big he is and how he's packed on all this weight and his reputation and everything. He's talked a big game, Cyril Gone. But when he made this gesture, and you guys all may think I'm out of my mind, it's my observation, he tapped him on the chest with this respectful sort of tap, and I went, guy's toast. He's done. Now, I've gone back and watched it a couple times, George, because when he choked him out, I was like, what the hell, man? Like this girl Valentina in the in the fight previous Shevchenko, yeah. Th- this girl Grasso, she was choking her for so long, yeah. That when she finally let go, uh, Valentina's head from nose up was beet red, yeah, and mouth down was completely white where she had her arm around her. She choked her forever till she finally gave in. Yeah, it seemed like Gon was like, okay, all right, I, I don't want to be here. He's gonna kill me. I- I'm out. That's what it looked like to me. No, he had a good grip on him, though. He did. I will admit that, that in real time, I didn't think it was that Right, good. but then when you saw the slow-mo replay. Then I understood it. Yeah, he had him. But but can, but can you not go on social media and say, hey, I was looking for a battle. I was looking for a brawl. I was looking for three, four rounds, and I didn't get it, so I'm a little disappointed. And then you just get piled on. By everybody who's an <laughs> MMA expert. What is wrong think, with you people? I don't think those people, Cappy, are like... Like those people are just—they're different because they're—they're they're the ones that are like, oh, like you gotta appreciate like the beauty and like the sport. It's like same with like the baseball purists. You can't argue with them because they're always gonna be right, you know? Yeah, yeah. Boy, everybody just sits in their house and has something negative and nasty to say about it. I'm sorry, but anyone who like most people, and at least that I know, I'm a huge MMA fan, and I was disappointed by that. Like, yeah, it was great what he did, but it was still disappointing. I wanted to see a good fight. Yeah, I was disappointed. Anyone who says that, like, whatever. You're dummy. You uh, you guys see any of these prelim fights? There's a guy by the name of Bo Nickel, I think is his name. He was a wrestler at Penn State. This guy comes into the ring. He's three and zero, um, and in round one, with under three, with about three minutes to go in the uh, in the first round, he chokes out this guy. Pickett, and, right? He was yeah. Pickett. And and this guy, you talk about a fight 
where no punches are going to be thrown. This guy comes in. It was a wrestling match. He's a college wrestler, and that's what he plans on doing. And that was kind of interesting to me. Um, What other fight did you see? Did you go back and watch a lot of this? Uh, Yeah, I watched some of it. I watched uh, Valentina. Uh, I was, I mean, Valentina is incredible. So the fact, I mean, the fact that she lost, first of all, when I saw that, I walked in and I got the alert that Grasso had won. I was like, whoa, Uh, that was big. But the Um, way she won, I mean, the fact that, that Valentina was able to take Grasso to the ground with such ease. Yeah. And Grasso was so frustrated because she really couldn't do much. Right. But when she saw the opening to jump on her back and choke her, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, did you know Alexa Grasso made history in that fight? I do think that what you're going to say is that she's now the third Mexican champion right now in UFC. Is that what you're getting at? Right. But first woman, right, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. She made history. Yeah. So there you go. Orale. It was a, uh, it, listen, I will tell you this. I rarely buy UFC fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to pay for things like this, as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. I usually try and pawn it off on somebody like, hey, you want to watch the fight? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, what time should I come over? Yeah. Um, I paid for it. I loved it. Yeah. I know there's a lot of UFC fights happening right, right now. Mm-hmm. I, I After what I saw the other night, John Jones included, even the post-fight stuff. And all the interviews. The post fight stuff was great with Michael Eaves and uh, yeah. and Rashad Evans and those guys. Yeah, I thought it was. I, I, just as a sports fan, I was very entertained. They put on a good show. They do. I liked it. They I put on it. a good show. So I'm glad uh, that was the only thing I was going to quiz you on. But Which you were part? close. You got it. I mean, you were close. I mean, she's the first woman Mexican fighter champion. But and now three Mexican champions yeah. in UFC, which I know you know is a big deal. It is. It's awesome. Uh, all right, coming up next. Good job, Cappy. Well, again, I- I'm going to talk about this yeah. a little bit here. But in the did, dealer's let me choice. ask you this. Yeah, Wh- which fight did you like the most? Um, I would probably say um, the Grasso fight was probably my favorite fight. Gron- was- what about the one before that, Rachmanov? Um, against Jeff Neal. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good fight. I don't really remember that much about it. I mean, I guess I remember the aftermath where the guy. Um, Got Rachmanov takes the big hat from Kazakhstan yes, he does, and yes. puts it on on Joe Rogan's right. head. Yes, it was un, it was unfortunate that he doesn't speak any English at right. all because yeah. the interview afterwards was kind of yeah. you yeah. know not that interesting. Yeah. Laura says we have to wrap actually. No, we do. Yeah, right. yeah. So we got to go. So no more Rachmanov talk. But Rachmanov is fun to watch. So there you go. And he had a rear naked chokehold. I feel like that's your, that would be your favorite move if you I, were a, if you were a guy who would like to submit people. Mm-hmm. I like them both. You and Rachel rear naked chokehold. <laughs> uh, all right, next. Big deal or no deal? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks, Christopher. Lindsay, you take it away. Thanks, Adam. All right, guys. So get into a little football today, which we haven't done a ton of talking about today. C.J. Stroud, of course, he could be the number one overall pick this year. But if he is, the Ohio State quarterback hopes that it's not the Bears that draft him. The Bears, of course, have Justin Fields, who was the Buckeyes' starting quarterback in 2019 and 2020, with Stroud serving as his backup. So when asked at the Combine if he wanted to be drafted by the Bears, Stroud said, quote, 
I mean, nah, I don't want to go there. That's his team. I can do my thing. I can go build my legacy. So it's worth noting that the two of them are like pretty good friends. So is him basically saying, I don't want to be the number one overall pick because I don't want to start a controversy with one of my friends. Is that a big deal or no deal? Cappy, you go first. I'm going to say no deal. Um, Look, Justin Fields is a really nice player and is just getting going in his career, and the Bears have barely done anything to give him any chance to really be successful. You know, I don't think he's saying I don't want to be the number one pick. He's saying I don't want to be the number one pick to the Bears because they got my guy. Now, if they trade Justin Fields, that might make things different. Or if the Bears trade the first pick, that might make things different. But I actually kind of thought it was, to be honest with you, I kind of thought it was cute. Um... I mean, I don't. I would go no deal on this. Um, I do agree with Cappy. I like the fact that there's like this brotherhood there, right? That, and and here's the thing: Justin Fields got nothing to work with, like right. absolutely. No, he literally had to run to to create offense for them, and also run for his life because the offensive line is not that good. He, when your best wide receiver, I guess they added a wide receiver later. Who was the wide receiver they traded for late in the season? Boy, I don't recall. Um, they should trade for Allen Robinson and get him away from the Rams. No, they had somebody last year that they traded for. Oh, uh, Claypool from the the Steelers. When okay. he automatically became their best receiver, you knew their receiving core wasn't that good. You're right, though. No receivers, no offensive line, and Justin Fields making spectacular plays with his feet. But, was most of the running game. You right. know what I mean? The running but, game was mostly him. But as good as he was, um, they have the number one overall pick. Think about that. Because they stink. Right. Question, do you think it's more likely, this is just like my ignorance here, do you think it's more likely that they just trade the pick or that they draft him and then trade him? Because I feel like lately it's been more of like the pick. But they No, they're, be... they're not trading him. Okay. Yeah, I would be very surprised. I mean, I can only really remember that happening one time, probably in 2004, you guys will remember it, where the Chargers back then in San Diego drafted Eli Manning and then wound up trading him to the Giants – then they, the Giants had drafted Phillip Rivers. They traded those two and a bunch of picks. But I, I would say that if I'm the Bears, I'm probably going to move out of that number one overall pick and get a whole bunch of picks because you got your quarterback. Well, speaking of picks, uh, the Rams once said, less need once said, F them picks. Well, there's more trade rumors surrounding the Rams over the past couple of days and their star players as the Rams have reportedly given Allen Robinson's agents permission to seek a trade. Tom Pelissero said that LA is willing to pay a portion of Robinson's 15.25 million guaranteed salary to facilitate a deal. Based on the season that Robinson just had though, fans aren't sure like how big the market is for the Rams to make a trade. So moving him probably won't do a whole lot for the salary cap. So is this whole situation a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Um, I would say no deal because I think Cappy already kind of talked about it, right? Like, I mean, it just, and you mentioned it, it just doesn't seem like there's a market there. See, I'm going to go the other direction. I'm going to say it's a big deal. Here's why. A, the Rams front office, this one goes down as a monster mistake. Monster. They gave up on Robert Woods when he was hurt and Robert Woods went out to Tennessee and he was their leading wide receiver. Allen Robinson took that role and was, if I'm being honest here, guys, he was trash. Um, so now there's no way to, to get anything for him. All you're trying to do, it's like a baseball trade. Here, you give us a bag of baseballs and we'll pay his salary and let him go play for you. When the Angels traded, or gave away rather, Albert Pujols and they gave him to the Dodgers, they were like, he's so bad for us, here, you have him and we'll pay him. That's the situation the Rams find themselves in with Allen Robinson. He was so bad that nobody's going to want him. But so my question is, in that situation, aren't you better off just hanging on to him? Because if you can't get the money off of your cap, like then why don't you just hang on to him and hope he has a better season? Good question. I would think that they kind of figured out he can't play for us. Oh, okay. Boy, the Rams are, I mean, you talk about complete rebuild. That's yeah, the really. mode they're in. Yeah. Not expecting that. All right, last one here. A pair of six-year-old twins almost ordered $800 worth of snacks on Instacart over the weekend. 
The twins added a number of food and drink items to their cart, including 35 boxes of Capri Sun Fruit Punch, Smart Food Popcorn, 28 bags of chips. Smart Food Popcorn is good. It is good. Um, And their 28 bags of chips included Lay's barbecue, sour cream, and some Doritos. After their mom tweeted about the incident, Instacart saw her tweet and made the girls, quote unquote, order happen. And the mom shared the photo on social media, which it's quite funny. So kind of a big deal, um, especially since Instacart was like, here's $800 worth of all this junk food to you, lovely little girls. If you had a free $800 for Instacart, like what is... What would you have to buy? Like, what would be your thirty-five boxes of Capri Sun? Like, what would that be? Oh, for you? does the does does the uh, the supermarket? Is it in California? Yeah. Oh, then it's I'm stacking up on wine. What are you talking about? I mean, forget about <laughs> food. Just, yeah, I'm going to point. the wine department, the booze department. Wait, so you can get wine on Instacart? I didn't even know that. Uh, pretty sure. Yeah. Cool. So, so they they got you're saying like eight hundred dollars worth of junky food. Yep. And so the stuff that order. they ordered, the stuff yeah. she tweeted out a picture of what they were almost ordered, uh, or whatever. Um, yeah, like the Instacart, like the checkout page, and she said they couldn't figure out like the final steps to actually place the order. So yeah, <laughs> she posted a screenshot, and Instacart actually sent them all that food. I understand the the problem that those little girls had. Sometimes I'm using Amazon, and I'm like, come on, should it just yeah. say buy now? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to figure out how to check out. I mean, you, know, you can't use Amazon either. No, I mean, sometimes I have trouble. I mean, but can, sometimes. You, can you imagine, though, being six and just, like, having free reign to order whatever, you, to, to buy whatever you want at the grocery store? Imagine what you would buy. Oh, man. Jeez. A lot of Nutella in my house. Yeah, well, Although we Nutella. buy the industrial-sized Nutella anyway. You buy it at Costco? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Nutella. Gosh, Nutella's great. You buy the industrial-sized peanut butter at Costco, too? Yeah. So good. Yeah. There's a lot of peanut butter and Nutella in my house. Love Nutella. I haven't had it in a long time. It's good. Just had some yesterday. I uh, know. I see. I'm, I'm, I'm taking this diet seriously this time. So seriously that you're going to tell us in three weeks that you're not taking it seriously again? Well, I have a, I have a group of guys that I trained with um, back in the day, and we're all holding each other accountable, and every Monday right. we have to weigh in and send a picture of the scale. Yeah. And so um, I finally, finally today, it's been four weeks, but I finally got under 200 pounds today. Nice. So, yeah. But I, but I feel like it's just because I dehydrated myself just for the scale rather than, like, really having lost all this weight. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't do Nutella right well, now. How did you dehydrate yourself? You just didn't, you didn't drink water? Yeah, I didn't drink much water. I didn't eat much yesterday. That's, I mean, not, that's not very good for you. No, it was, all, it was all because I had to weigh in this morning, and I wanted to try right, and make sure that I would You didn't get, like, weight. a headache or anything? No, no, I was fine. Mm-hmm. Plus, I was playing pickleball till late last night. Yeah. Are you playing pickleball with, this week with us? Uh, what day are you playing? I don't know. You said you wanted to play either Thursday or Friday. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. There we go. <laughs> I was waiting for that. There you I go. Don't know if that's going to happen. There you go. I don't think so. There you go. Yeah. Maybe you can make another uh, transaction. Maybe you can get the transaction to go this time. Well, I mean, I, I am putting in the time, George. I want you to know. I mean, I'm playing with a lot of much better players, yeah. you know, and they were working me over pretty good last night. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to get myself prepared. Okay. Did you guys download the Pickleball app that I told you about? Oh, I did not. yeah, no, I didn't download it. I didn't do it. it. No, yeah. no, I didn't. Well, if you want to play with actual, like, Pickleball players and stuff, like, you just download the Pickle Play app, and you could find, like, courts around you, and then there's people to be, like, looking for a game nearby at this time. Girl, they're no. going to run me out that court. I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> Like, girl, you got to go. I just downloaded an app yesterday that is monitoring everything I eat so that I can see how many calories a day I'm supposed to eat. And then I input what I'm eating and it tells me how many calories it is approximately. Tell it how much exercise you're doing. Wait, do you actually put everything on there, though? Like, No, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be really disciplined about it. Okay. That's good. The one that I have, you just scan whatever you're, eat, like you're eating. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. And yeah, just, the barcode. The barcode. Yeah. And it gives you all the information. Hmm. Super easy. And if it doesn't, like if it's a vegetable or whatever, then you just put in like green bell pepper. And, you know, I actually do weigh my food when I'm very strict, but, you know. I tried to tell the app today. I'm like, yo, I just made this like uh, chicken, avocado, Dijon mustard like mix. And I put it on these lettuce cups. And then they approximated how many calories that was. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's a start, Cappy. I'll give it to you. It is a start. Yeah. I got it start somewhere. You're, you're right. I got you. you know, I, got I didn't you. go run out and get a California burrito, which is what I wanted. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Why don't you just exercise more? 
Well, dude, I exercise all the time. It's 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 not the exercise; it's the diet, nutrition part of it. No, I know, but you because you if you exercise and just kept to like two thousand calories, you'd be okay. Yeah, that that whole two thousand calorie thing has become an issue for me. Yeah. Okay, then there you go. That's your problem. Well, yeah. I mean, my problem is you is don't eat I, like a normal human being. No, I eat like three normal human beings. Okay. Well, then there you go. Right. Then the food is an issue for you. Yes. It's a big issue. Yeah. Lack of discipline. I've talked about it plenty. Right. So and the exercise is not a problem. I exercise every day. Right. Imagine if you didn't. Oh, dude! If I didn't exercise, I'd be four hundred pounds right now. You'd be Jabba the Hut. Mm-hmm. Jabba the Cap. That's right. That's right. I would be. But I'm going to lose it, George. I'm committed this time. Okay. I've heard that before. So just, uh, you know. 199 today. Good for you, Cappy. Four all weeks dehydra- ago. All dehydrated right. and everything. Four weeks ago, 208. Yeah. Why don't you just eat like once a day? I, You know, I've found myself more times than not just eating one good meal a day. No, I don't do that. I, I've been doing that lately. I'll eat one meal and then I snack. But yeah. like healthy like i had a really nice grilled chicken sandwich some avocado some sun-dried tomatoes some arugula um you know a little a little cheese on it and um you know a, a caesar salad you know this is my big problem is that we get off the air at seven and then i don't eat until let's call it 8 8 30 yeah. uh-huh. but i did set this app you know for intermittent fasting yeah and i think my times to eat are 1 p.m till 9 p.m oh so you're good yeah so and now that's just adjusting deal. it yeah yeah just adjusting it that's all hmm uh, all right, coming up next, uh, I've got news about Creed 3, and then Dealer's Choice is coming up. We'll get to that in a second. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Give it to him, Big Shaq. I mean, he's no Damian Lillard, but he's good. Yeah, I... I mean, it's hard to do this. It's not easy to rap. Got a, a message from one of our listeners who said, um, hey, just to let you know, my wife carries emergency underwear everywhere she goes. Um, I'm going to have to start doing the same thing. He says, shart happens. It's true. Uh, for those of you that missed that conversation mm-hmm. earlier today. It's true. It does. Don't I know it? Oh, too well. It's true. <sighs> I have a case of the Mondays today. You do? Yeah. What's the issue? I don't know. Just the case of the Mondays. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah. Nah. Yeah, I don't get the Mondays. Nah. I yeah, usually I like Mondays. There's a lot of stuff to talk about from the weekend. Just not today. Today was just like, meh. 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 All right. Facts. Right? Oh, really? Yeah. Really? You it got, just feels you weird. And too, it's huh? like a pretty day outside. It is. It's a beautiful day, right. but it's like, mm. Yeah. There's something wrong today. I don't know what's going on. I'm a little off. All right. Well, we'll see if we can get you back tomorrow because tomorrow's lit. Yeah, we'll see what Christopher has in store tomorrow. Okay. Are you in studio tomorrow, Cappy? I am in studio tomorrow. Yay. Yeah, because he's going to the Pau Gasol oh, game, right. and he didn't realize he was going to the Pau Gasol game. All right. I was just going to the Laker yes, game. Turns out the- I'm going to the Pau Gasol game. Right. Jelly. Have fun. Yeah. Thank you. 
You're welcome. I may have an extra ticket for you. May. Well, thank you. Yeah. I won't bank on it, though. Yeah, I will. Well, yeah, don't bank on it. It's, yeah. it's a it's a 50-50 <laughs> thing right now. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, don't yeah. bank on thank it Thank you, yet. though. Appreciate it. You know what I do love, though, about this time of year? Tell me. Spring training games. Haven't seen one yet. I have them on constantly in the background. All day, all night. Really? Yep. I mean, when I'm not, I mean, obviously I'll watch hoops tonight, but um, when I'm not watching basketball this time of year, and it was an incredible weekend of basketball. Like, first of all, in college, there was a million freaking buzzer beaters in these uh, last regular season games or these tournaments or whatever uh, on the women's side. And then obviously the NBA games on Sunday were all incredible. They all pretty much came down to the wire. But, uh, yeah, I've been watching a ton of spring training basketball, uh, baseball. So when I come, when I came in today, it was already the re-air, but I was watching the Dodgers and your gutty little Padres. Um, what did I watch last night? I watched the Padres yesterday. Who were they playing um, the day before? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, they just, I turn on MLB Network and just let it ride. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, they just, they're airing games all day. Did you see what happened today to Justin Turner? I did, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a what a sad thing. And I say sad. I mean, I don't know how bad he's hurt or whatever. But I Justin mean, you get Turner, drilled in the face. That's going to that's gonna hurt for a while. Right. Justin Turner is one of those guys that you just love. And um, to have been as great as he was for as long as he was and as much of a leader as he was to the Dodgers, I had Justin Turner, one of my favorite guys in baseball. And to see him today in a spring training game get hit in the face with a pitch, Oh, dude, it was bad. It was ugly. Yeah, it was really bad, unfortunately. Yeah. It's one Shame. of those where immediately you're like, ooh, that's not good. Right. Let me let me see what's going on right now. Hold on. MLB Network. All right, let me see what's going on. Oh, Pirates and Yankees. Yeah, right they're now. interviewing a Yankees player at the moment. Yeah, now that's, uh, yeah, Yankees up 7 nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I got it on one six. of the TVs in here. Mm-hmm. I got NBA TV on one TV, and then I got mm-hmm. MLB on the other one. NBA TV. It's the Heat and Hawks. On there. Yep, Hawks and, and Heat. There yeah. it is. Yeah. So that's I get it. That's what yeah. I got. Yeah. But I do love a good spring training season. I wish I was uh, sixteen stitches, by the way, for Turner, according to our intrepid reporter Beto Durant. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds actually like a pretty good thing compared to how bad it looked. I mean, that's still a lot of stitches, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Did Beto say where the stitches were? Like uh, in he his did mouth? Not. Or, I'm sure he's listening, you know, so he'll text me back. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, uh, Beto um, found me yesterday on the call very easily, by the way. He did? Even Chris. Chris was in the car. Now you're saying in the car it's easier. Yep, I would agree. Okay. You had a hard time with the whole app. Yeah. Um, in the interim, Cappy, uh, dealer's choice. Go ahead. What happened with Girls Weekend? Well, I'll just say this. Um, and I have to say this with a lot of love. My girlfriend went away this weekend with her girlfriends, and it was a girls' weekend. And for me, this turned into a guy's weekend. So on Saturday, I went to meet a buddy of mine, Dr. Sonny. We went for a nice hour and a half walk, he and I. Later in the afternoon, I went to have lunch with my buddy Jim, who I haven't seen in a really long time. Later in the day, I went and worked out with my friend Blair, which was great. And then later that night, I watched all the fights in Chris Rock with my son. I loved the fact that my girlfriend was out having a good time with her friends. It freed me up. To see all my friends that I don't normally see. Mm-hmm. On Sunday morning, I went and had a walk with Dr. Z. Enjoyed visiting with Dr. Z. Um, then I, I played pickleball yesterday afternoon. I worked out. I mean, it was like I reconnected with all my pals who I don't see as often because, you know, I'm with my girlfriend. Girls Weekend is awesome. I'm going to lovingly encourage Rachel to have frequent girls weekends like you know like maybe once every i don't know six weeks or so like go 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 have a nice time with your girls Mm -hmm. you know because i don't know about you george but um like if your wife ever goes away you may have to deal with children me i was i was reconnecting with all my boys you know it was awesome loved it so basically you're saying you preferred if your girlfriend was further away at times i would prefer that once every six weeks or so <laughs> you get a hall pass to do right. what you want to do as opposed to what she wants to do. I mean, dude, I watched more basketball this weekend 
Like, for example. So let me ask yeah, you this. We know. We know you watched a lot of things this weekend. I'm yeah. actually very proud of you, Cappy. Yeah, you yeah. were very well-rounded today yeah, with all I, of your info. I would not have watched that UFC fight if Rachel were in town. That let, I can tell you. I, does she not let you watch anything? It's not that she doesn't let me. It's just that, like, on a Saturday night, hey, babe, why don't we sit home and watch UFC 285? One, she doesn't like the violence. Two, she doesn't like the fighting. And, and she'd rather go to a bar, a restaurant, a club, a music show. And I understand that. And I'm her man, and I want to take her to those things. But, but what about what at, you need to do? Well, I mean, listen, I could have come back and watched UFC 285. I didn't have to watch it live. But it's you know? so much more fun when you watch it live. Like, there's a, yeah, whole, there's the, the whole communal experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I do. It was great. So I'm when do you. you get to do what you want to do with her? Never. <laughs> what do you mean, with her or without her? With her. Well, for example, in uh, early What are you April, eating, by the way? I'm not eating anything. I'm just choking on something. Oh, oh whoa. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Yeah, I don't know what I... I, it's just, <laughs> I don't know what is going on with me. I can't clear my throat, you know? Mm. Like, I haven't been able to clear my throat all day, and I think uh, I ate, like, a protein bar uh-huh. that I forgot to put on my app. And got stuck there? And it was, like, a little almond or something, like, stuck in my throat. See? Okay. An almond. Yeah. You know? So anyway, I mean, George, she and I are going to uh, Mammoth in April for our kids' spring break. We're is that a you thing or a her thing? That's an us thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think it is? I mean, it sounds more like a her thing. Oh, no, I want to go. My daughter wants to go. Okay. Um, we're going to go skiing. But how many, of the, how many of the things that you do with her do you, and we only have 30 seconds here, so this has to be quick. Yeah. Uh, how many of the things that you do with her are your suggestions? Like, honey, I want to do this. Let's do this. I'd say 60%. Ah, no. Even Funch back here was like, yeah, right. Bro, Funch walked in the room literally 10 seconds before you said that. Like, not even. Five seconds. It's like howled with laughter. Yep. 40%? Mm, getting closer. Like 30? 22.5%. That sounds I'm by better. 30. Yeah. I, I was going to say 30, 35. Yeah. So me and that that sounds better. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Well, I, all I'm saying is this. Ladies, Go on girls' trips so that guys can watch all the sports they want to watch. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Cappy, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. See you guys tomorrow. Uh, Lakers Talk with Sliwa is coming up next. Great job, Cappy. Great job, Lindsay. Great job, Laura. Funchy and Slee next.